I'm Blake Hardcastle. This is the Stories You've Missed podcast. Hello and welcome to the Grand Parkway podcast. Uh, Stories You've Missed, these are accounts of God's amazing grace in the lives of ordinary people at Grand Parkway Baptist Church. And today I'm joined by Derek Schusler. Glad to have you here. Derek is, um, among other things, maybe uh, most proud of, not a pro staff, he's, he's a Chiefs fan. And the things, any any right thinking football fan. Yeah. I mean, if you want to support the back to back Super Bowl winners, you should support. Okay, the yeah, that's that's an undeniable fact. Yeah. Uh, he also <laughs> works for For All Mankind Movement, which is a church planting and disciple making organization that that goes at movement speed, um, and uh, primarily focused on South Asia. Uh, he leads the pastoral equipping efforts, and so uh, raising up uh, new. Just brand new baby pastors and and growing them mm. when they can't go to seminary. How do how do we train them to faithfully divide the word and lead the flock? And lastly, he's married to Tori, has three uh, fun boys, two boys, not not three it? yet. <laughs> just two. Yes, two, two boys, Grayson, Deacon, and um, and he's one of our missionary partners at Grand Parkway. If we go to South Asia, this is the guy that we are going with. All right, welcome, Derek. Not if, but when. When we go to South. When? At some point. <laughs> yes. Uh, we, we, and we go there because the task there is not finished yet. Mm. And, and there's plenty of work to do. So this morning, um, or this morning, today I'm talking with Derek about um, his experience of receiving God's grace in the area. Really, it's kind of where you work, but this area of being a second chair or behind the scenes, not face of things, not glory getter. Yeah. Um, I, God's receiving God's grace. This is what I have for you. Yeah, um, yeah. I think there's a not just in ministry, but in anywhere, um, there's a desire to climb the corporate ladder or yeah. or or be. I think there's just an idea of what a leader is, and a leader is the one that's seen by all. Uh, when they hand out rankings, that you know, top ten, they don't yeah. do. We're just going to do ten thousand to twenty thousand. Mm, yep. Um, and so I think at seminary, um, there's that same, that same sense, uh, that's, you know, across the board, but everybody wants to go lead a church, not everybody, but, um, I mean, that's the, the highest calling. Um, and with missions where I was called, um, I thought that was going to go be a, a planter of churches, you know, be the Pauline type that is planting churches and moving on and uh, that kind of thing. And so, um, yeah, I think it was an area of grace to not come to terms, but to accept and embrace the the calling of equipping and servant leadership. Uh, And what do you, would you say you forfeited? And we'll say the Lord doing this, obviously, mm -hmm. but what did you feel like was the trade-off of, here's what I thought I was pursuing, and and at this at that time, before God even this change in me, what I'm doing now, I think, oh well, I guess I guess you weren't a good enough student. I guess I guess you weren't brave enough. I guess you weren't. Yeah. Um. I mean, when when I felt called to missions, uh, 14 years old, um, went to Rangoon, Burma, and I mean from that time on, everything I did, I wanted to pour into going back overseas and, and going to the lost and. Um, I had the idea of, you know, I'm going to fully embrace whatever culture, whatever religion. I'm going to become, not religion, but become yeah. part of that society. I'm going to wear their clothes. I'm yeah. going to 
speak their language. I'm going to eat their food. Yep. Um, and I mean, that was what I pointed my everything, education, where I went to school, where I went to college, mm. um, conversations with girlfriends that became fiancés was, this is what I'm going to be doing. Do you want to join that? Um, and then I just, along the way, it's just, God just kept opening doors um, and, and closing other, and he never really closed the door, but he just kept guiding my path. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it became moving to Dubai to work with this ministry of equipping mm-hmm. these laborers to go back and do it. And I, I loved that idea. I was like, okay, you can multiply the effect I could have. Um, and then it shifted from Dubai, which was, I mean, that's a cool place to mm-hmm. live. It's still yeah. a cool missions place. Vacation um, destination. Yeah. And, but all along this way, God was showing me, he was humbling me, but he was showing my pride. As, as weird as that sounds, the pride of mm-hmm. missions, uh, of my own pride. I mean, there is noble and very humble mm-hmm. missionaries out there. Like, mm-hmm. Most of them are. But for me, it was a, a, a pride issue of... Where I can send a letter back. Look at what yeah. dangerous place I'm in. Mm-hmm. Look it's, at what hard circumstance. Yep. Look at the food I got to eat. Yeah. You, and almost say, you guys couldn't do that. Look how great I am compared mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. It was... It, yeah. I mean, I I thought internally, where is the the most Christian thing? To, what is the most Christian thing to do? Where is the most Christian place to go? Mm-hmm. What's going to impress all these people the mm-hmm. most? And that even saying it that's so wrong um but yeah that's what it was and and god was humbling me saying mm-hmm. just let me use you mm-hmm. where i want to use you um and fell into houston texas in a when i have to not raise my support when i yeah. tell my friends and family that have been supporting me all along the way mm-hmm. hey we're moving to houston texas to do missions they're mm-hmm. like what where's the danger yeah um, where's the weird food you gotta eat exactly uh and so that was that was humbling those were humbling conversations as well but um yeah it's just i've seen the multiplying effect that i can have if i'm Mm -hmm. just faithful with where god has called me Mm -hmm. as far as equipping these pastors who already know the language who already know the culture who Mm -hmm. have a heart for their people if i can just give my life to equip them to do it faithfully Mm -hmm. and um, biblically, then that's just so much more yeah. <laughs> effective. Well, any scripture come to mind when you think about this kind of what I had in mind and what God has in mind and, and his being by far wiser and, be- and better and even more enjoyable? Yeah. Um, we spend a lot of time in Acts and the Pauline epistles. Um, and so it, I think the Macedonian call mm-hmm. is one that comes to mind. Um, and then just... Second Corinthians, uh, I think. Yeah, for the listeners, just remind them. Me- sure, yeah. Um, so 10 seconds. Paul's wanting to go uh, into Asia. He has the vision. No, come to Macedon, Macedon uh, to the west, which I'm not sure why mm-hmm. he didn't want to go over to, to yeah. Rome, but he wanted to go to Asia, um, which even as I'm saying, I'm like, wow, this is very, very applicable to me. Um, <laughs> but he just followed, followed, and we see now the effects of that. I mean, mm-hmm. Christianity is in the West because mm-hmm. of because of that because of that yeah. um so yeah just he was so spirit led that I mean he was willing to go wherever yeah um, then yeah. similarly Second Corinthians uh, twelve nine I think it is uh, Paul saying my weaknesses are where my strength is so mm-hmm. I mean 
my weaknesses of public speaking and mm-hmm. leading from the front. I, I'm not going to be doing that, but the areas where I am gifted and am called to, um, I can see mm-hmm. Christ working in and through them. So mm-hmm. um, I think those are two that come to yeah. mind. Yeah. What, what hope would you give someone who might really be navigating something similar where they they feel like God is maybe moving them toward a, a trade-off and maybe the, the dreams they thought hmm. had to happen. And now they're thinking, maybe not only is this maybe not going to happen, but maybe God is actually in the way of it and moving me a different way. Hmm. What would you say to that person? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's difficult because hindsight obviously right. is right. so much easier. When I was, when I was wrestling with mm-hmm. that call of, man, am I being faithful to God's mm-hmm. call in my life to be missions in Houston versus mm-hmm. Dubai? Like that am was I taking the easy way out. It was yeah. difficult. Yeah. Cause yeah. I, I didn't want to take the easy way out. Um, and I thought maybe going to Dubai was the easy way out. And I didn't want to do mm-hmm. that cause it's, it's the sexy missions mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just had to be, where am I being faithful? And I think mm-hmm. I could have been faithful in e- either place. Mm-hmm. Um, but as long as I'm obediently following uh, and being faithful um, to what God has in my life, then I can do that as effectively in Houston. And I think um, that's the case anywhere and in yeah. any ministry or, or work site, as long as you're being faithful and obedient to the commands of God and, and glorifying God with what you're doing, yeah, uh, you can do it anywhere. Yeah. Um, one of my, not favorite books, but... Uh, formative books my grandpa the local pastor for 25 years in a small small little church uh, i'm gonna not get the name right but brother lawrence i think mm-hmm. uh wrote a book about cleaning pots and pans for the glory of god and um that stuck with me it's like yeah. you can do any you can mm-hmm. i mean he was a monk and so right he had a lot of time to spend with the right. father but i mean he he looked at cleaning pots and pans as his act of service mm-hmm. and so um Whatever you're doing, having the mindset of this is to glorify God, uh, mm-hmm. which is easier yeah, said all, than done. All kind of vocation God redeems you know, for himself. That's great. How, how would you explain, you know, this kind of concept of, you know, you know your, this change in what you thought uh, to, to a young child, you know, the third mm-hmm. grader? Mm-hmm. How would you explain this to them? Uh, um, I think it would be very similar, uh, even as I'm wrestling with, how do I explain this to a three-year-old? Um, Cause he's asking me, you know, hmm. dad, why do you have to go to work? Do you like going to work? Do you like staying here? And I'm like, I love, I love both. I love staying here, meaning staying home with staying him. Staying home and playing yeah. with his trains. Like, yeah. yeah, I do love doing that. Um, but I also, I love going to work because it is my calling. And so changing the idea of going to work to embracing my calling mm-hmm. with, with what God has for it, uh, what God, what God has for me yeah. in my life. Um, and that's something every believer could experience, not just someone in a missions organization. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I fully believe that. Yeah. And I think, um, I mean, what my brother does as a pharmacist, what my wife does as a mom, what uh, mm-hmm. she will do as a counselor. I mm-hmm. think you get more opportunities working with the world to be that light than, than I do in an office working to equip pastors. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's more tangible yeah. way of doing that. Yeah. Um, 
Well, Derek, thank you for being here and sharing you know, this small story. Um, there's thousands of these in our church mm-hmm. of how God has been changing people step by step. And thank you for being here today. Yeah. Thank you for listening and hope to see you next time. Thanks.